have that little bubble up on your screen? I don't know, but it gets annoying sometimes. <laughs> I want the bubble, but I don't know how to get the bubble. Do you have auto update on your apps? Probably not. But that bubble I've had before and then it went away. Well, mine, I've tried to get rid of it. It never goes away. Never. It never blinks. Never blink. <laughs> it's like me trying to shut my messenger notifications off. They're all turned off on my actual like settings to my messenger, not like individual messages, but my settings to my messenger, my notifications are off and I still get those fucking little things that pop up at the top of my screen all the time. I can't get it shut off. It Look, drives me nuts. And to everybody on the team, I love y'all, but I don't love y'all enough to have my notifications on for that messenger because I would, my phone would die in five minutes. Bing, bing. Bing, bing, Look, bing, 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 bing. They're all off. You're in the wrong spot. Go into settings. I am in settings. Okay. Go to. That's for my go page. back notifications and sound. No, 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 no. Go to it settings says, of your phone. Of my phone? Yes. Go what? to settings of your phone. F Y. Watch this. This is a fucking crash course. No, no. Get back out. Scroll down until oh. you get to messenger. Keep going. Keep going. It's coming up. There it is. Oh, oh, you went too far. Go back up. It's right here. It's down right there. Oh, M. All right, there you go. Grab it. Do you not know how to spell? No. I'm at an angle. Fuck off. <laughs> what? All right, whatever. You've had this phone for 12 years and you don't know this. Uh, no, up top where it says allow notifications. There you go. Guess who's never going to get a fucking messenger notification oh again? Oh, my God. I'm going to be so happy. I'm never going to answer anyone ever again, am I? <laughs> how do you how how are we running a podcast in a household and you don't know how to turn off notifications? I'm just saying. I mean, like the podcast part's easy. It's the rest that I'm really surprised about. I'm just saying. Like. I'm just saying. Yeah. Here she comes. Here she comes. Hi. Hey, Hi. good morning. How are you? Doing great. How are you two? Oh, doing, doing well. Doing well. Carly, my name's Ricky Hayes. We've been going back and forth a little bit on Twitter. Uh, this is my wife, Karina. Hi. Um, Hi. Thank you so much for taking some time to hop on with us. Um, we usually have a third co-host named Josh. He's dealing with some family stuff, so he probably won't be hopping on with us today. So it'll yeah. just be a nice little three of us going back and forth for a little bit. Yeah. Oh. Cool. Awesome. Awesome. Well, uh, we want to thank you once again so much because I mean, it, I, I've yet to meet anybody that's been on TV or been a part of a series that's been so successful that is so open to the fans like the challengers like yourself are. Mm -hmm. Oh, really? And, okay. Awesome. Yeah, it's it's really cool. And so we we thank you guys so much. And uh, um, I guess without further ado, just kind of hop in and get yeah. rocking and rolling. <laughs> awesome. So, Sounds good. I'm ready. So, uh, Carly, it says online that you're originally from Vegas. Is that true? No, I'm originally from Nebraska, but I lived in Vegas. So. Oh, my gosh. This yeah. we almost. So the last I want to say, like two or three interviews that we've done. Um, especially with the, it seems to be with the older cast, because we just interviewed a few of the people who have been on All Stars. Their information seems to be incorrect as far as like where their hometown is and stuff like that. And I'm like, really? why is MTV not fixing this stuff? It's so wow. weird. Yeah, no, um, I only lived there from like 2009 to 2012. So, wow. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So, like for um, Derek C, they had his like hometown listed as Phoenix. Yeah. But, like he was like born and raised in like New Mexico. Oh, and went to, went to, went to Arizona for college. And it's like, 
why is this listed as his hometown? It's so weird. Yeah, yeah. No, I did an event not too long ago and everything on it was like, I went to the school that I've never heard of and I'm like, okay. So I was just like smiling up. (laughs) Go with the flow. Just fake it till you make it at that point, right? (laughs) I love it. Uh, So uh, before we like kind of hop into the challenge, like Carly, tell us, you know, about yourself as far as like, what were your like ambitions and goals? Like, what'd you want to do before you know like getting into reality tv god um i didn't even really want it it just kind of happened for me so i was um in between i didn't know what i wanted to do with my life and i was kind of dating a professional wrestler in louisville kentucky at the time and um that didn't end well he ended up getting into drugs and stuff and i was like all right peace out so um i left and um didn't know what i was doing or where i was going so I came back home to Nebraska and I just started looking on Craigslist. Like, what do I want to do with my life? (laughs) And I was just like all over the U S I started sending emails for, I don't, there was like cheap rent places or barter for rent or just whatever. And, um, I actually came across apparently an ad for bad girls club is how I kind of got into it. And I didn't know that I had I don't, I didn't have a TV really growing up and I never really watched it. So I didn't know what to expect and turned out it was Butum and Murray. And, um, they called me and they're like, well, you're not bad enough. So sorry. <laughs> I was like, okay, <laughs> so I was kind of like sad. And then, um, I was working the Sturgis bike rally in South Dakota and I got a call and they're like, well, we got this for you. And I was like, I don't know what the hell it is, but fuck yeah, I'm on. So right? <laughs> that's how I ended up doing it. And then, um, also that's when I kind of moved to Vegas. Cause I found somebody that had a place for rent and I was like, well, I guess I'm moving to Vegas. So I moved there and, um, stayed with some friends and started bartending and basically just cocktail serving for a couple of years. And yeah, so I didn't really know. I was just kind of, you know, trying to figure myself out. So I, I take it that was like kind of late teens, early twenties. I'm, I'm assuming. Yeah, no, this was like um, twenty three, twenty three to twenty five ish. I think when I went on freshman, I was twenty five. So I was like right on the border there. So I was one of the older ones. Me and Benny, I think, were the oldest when we got cast for Fresh Meat. So oh wow, yeah, that's wow. so. I'm sure that was probably odd saying. It's like 25, and I'm like one of the oldest people getting casted for right? Fresh yeah. Meat. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Now I look back, I'm like, oh, 25. That's a baby. You know what right? I mean? So. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's their cutoff, though. So yeah, I just barely made it. Well, I'm glad you did because I mean, you know, obviously you get casted for Fresh Meat too. Um, it really is kind of like signifies like the change in the challenge from going from kind of like jokey reality TV show where it's like, how many cookies can you eat in an elimination to like real physical, like demanding people are dying on the side of a mountain kind of <laughs> challenge. <laughs> so yeah, like, yeah. It, um, I actually never watched the challenges. I've tried recently to, I started with one and I'm on two and three but it's so hard for me to watch it because it's like 
the graphics and the audio and it's just like oh my god and I'm watching it at lunch break at work because that's the only time I have time to watch it and on my small screen and I'm like all right I can do this I can do this I'm like I can't wait till I get to season 11 and I can actually watch it on an actual television but oh my gosh yeah so um we we interviewed like Karina saying we're interviewing some all-stars and I had to go back and watch like uh, an elimination in like season four. And I was just like, Oh my gosh, this is right? so different. It's and then, so different. Like, yeah. And then I had to go forward to like seven and it was just as bad. Like Johnny Mosley was like dressed in a velour suit. And it was just <laughs> like, I was like, Oh my gosh, this is totally like 2003, 2004. I right. love it. Like right back to my youth. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I tried to have my kids watch my, my episode or my um, season the other day. And I was like, what am I wearing? Like, where does the jewelry come from? Like, who did my makeup? What the hell is like, I don't know. It's crazy. So yeah. <laughs> oh, it's, it's the best. Like going back. I, I love that part because like, I remember watching this show, like when I was growing up and I'd be like watching all you girls and I'm like, Oh my God, I love her makeup. And then like, I look back at it now and I'm like, what were we all doing in the nineties right? and early two thousands? <laughs> like what the hell was going on? <laughs> yeah, it's crazy how fast times change for real. So, it is. Oh it really gosh, is. Yeah. Nuts. So, um, so you end up getting the casting call, and they let you know it was the challenge, kind of like on that phone call in Sturgis that they wanted you to try or be on. Yeah, yeah, I think it was. But back then, I really didn't. I mean, I didn't. I, I didn't Google it, or was Google even around? I don't know. But <laughs> I didn't look it up. I didn't study. I didn't go to the gym. I didn't do anything. I was like, all right, I'm leaving for this reality TV show. I'm gonna go party. Is basically right. what I thought. So, um, yeah, so I had no idea what I was doing and I just showed up and I was like, the first day I got there and I was like, who are these people? All these people like, oh my God, it's Kenny and oh my God, it's Landon. And I'm like, uh, who are these people? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's all starstruck. And you're like, um, (laughs) I mean, I know you, you said you didn't watch, but I mean, to, to look at it from a fan's perspective, like the season you were on, uh, especially looking back now, it was it was a really stacked season oh, as yeah. far as like big time competitors, you know, as far as your partner in Landon, uh, Kenny Laurel end up coming from there. I think Cara was on there too. I know yeah. she was, she Car was like the Durrell first. Was there for a minute. Car and Durrell, yeah. 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 I, I know they were the first to go home in that season, but mm-hmm. I mean, just, it, it was a wild season. And like we said, kind of the introduction into the, you know, the, the newer era that everybody watches now. Well, and it's so often named as like one of the top seasons of all time is yeah among the fan base like it's it's definitely one of the most loved seasons among the fan base and they're constantly like bring you know the fresh meat two style like format back you know get rid of this spy stuff stop blowing stuff up and give us like (laughs) rivals exes and fresh meat like that's what we want okay (laughs) yeah no i was here to the best house but i like uh, people loved that house i guess that's one of the first people say but that house was insane it was it's definitely one of my favorite yeah it's uh, a lot different it's not like your tropical destination which if i ever go back i'm like please don't go to canada i have nothing against canada but i'm like i'm gonna go somewhere nice and warm and (laughs) wearing more dresses instead of boots and jackets all day long but right exactly like you know get that 80 degrees get a tan kind of thing that's, yeah. that's a season to do yeah, yeah. so <laughs> i i had to ask you this because i was reading through the biography they have for you on fresh meat too and it um 
you know, obviously it's, they're trying to make a character out of a person, you know, for a TV mm-hmm. show. But with that being said, it says that uh, you were very much into extreme sports and motorcycles, as well as you also participated in wrestling. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I grew up, I didn't, I was never like into sports. So my parents actually owned and ran a motocross track. So I started racing um, dirt bikes when I was little. So seven, six or seven. So, so yeah, um, I, there was a circuit that you'd travel and you'd race and um, usually guys, cause there wasn't a lot of girls in it back then. I think now there are, but um, back then when I was into it, uh, yeah. So really big into that and snowboarding and just your alternative sports, never really volleyball or like track or anything like that. It was always something hardcore. So, but then I grew up and that's a really expensive hobby to have once you're paying. So yeah. So I can ride a motorcycle, but I don't ride it in the dirt anymore. It's more like street. Um, I had a jigster um, street bike and then, my parents are big Harley people and stuff like that. So motorcycles have always been a part of my life. Um, but yeah, I dated a, um, WWE referee for a little bit. And then I started getting into the wrestling stuff and in Kentucky, they have a, um, OVW, which is like a Ohio Valley wrestling and they train people. Yeah. They train people to be on WWE. So I I was kind of like, Hey, I want to be a diva. And so I kind of got into it, but, um, my boyfriend at the time didn't really want me to. So as soon as we Uh broke up, I started, um, I went to Vegas and I started training with, um, adrenaline unleashed and they did the wrestling and, you know, you're, I never really got too far into it, but yeah, it was fun while it lasted. And, you know, it's, it's hard on your body, even though it looks like it's, fake or whatever you say but yeah it's definitely it's a it's a talent for sure Oh my God. I mean, I, I've sat down. I used to watch it all the time when I was a kid mm-hmm. and then like, you know, being 35, I sat down and tried to watch it and I was just like, <laughs> oh, God, wow. yeah. oh my gosh, you know, but then you start thinking of it from like, you know, your own perspective and like I could throw a fake punch, but I cannot, yeah. I cannot yeah. take landing from like jumping 12 feet in the air and landing on my side. Like my body just, no. so yeah. I mean like the, the, the damage that they take, I mean like the fighting might be fake, but the falls are definitely not, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's a hard, a lot of those people are really struggling, you know, just because the injuries and the constant travel and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, after I moved out of Vegas, I moved home and there was no other outlets here because I live in a really small town. So I just kind of moved away from that, too. So. Just kind of stepped away. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we all go through our themes where we, you know, really love it. I mean, like, don't get me wrong, I love playing football, but I wouldn't want to go join a pickup league right now. No way. Yeah, you know? Right? <laughs> you know? So I, I completely understand that. And then like she she was actually a very avid motocross rider too growing nice. up. Uh, um, but once again, like you said, it's an exp- an expensive <laughs> hobby, especially when you have kids running around, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So um, so all right, you uh you get to um fresh meat. Um Two, you get get on the show, um, and then if I remember correctly, the vets were drafting people. Is that correct? And you end up getting picked by Landon. And it was it was yeah. it wasn't it based off like um, they did like some they had you guys do a bunch of like exercises and stuff like yeah. that to kind of time you out yeah, and stuff. We did a combine basically yeah. like a football combine where it was like 
how much weight can you bench? And then there was like, how fast can you do this obstacle course and all that stuff. And then they printed them out and gave it to all the um, vets. And then the vets picked a number on the bottom of a totem or whatever. And that was their order in which they got to choose. And I think Mandy and I are the only ones that DQ'd on the, um, on the uh, obstacle course, I couldn't get over the wall. So it was the very first thing there was. So we had to climb this wall and I'm like, and Mandy couldn't get up the rope. So, um, (laughs) but she actually got picked before I did. I was dead last. Nobody wanted me. They're like, Oh God, I don't want her. So, so yeah, it was kind of interesting how that turned out. So yeah, I'm glad Landon got last pick and I was last pick. So I was going to so. say though, like that's, it, it, that's a tough feeling. You know, it's always a tough feeling to deal with personally, like being the last one picked on the team mm-hmm. or, you know, especially like coming in, um, to a situation like that, where you didn't even really know what you were getting into. Yeah. You yeah, don't know any sure. of these people, you know, and right. then all of a sudden you're like the last <laughs> picked and then you're getting thrown with this guy that you're like, who the hell is this guy? And he's last. So like, you don't even know if he's any good. Yeah. You know, and you guys didn't get stat pages on the vets. So like, that's no, what I thought was yeah. kind of weird. It's like, they just like, they kind of sold you guys off as these yeah. numbers to the vets, but they didn't tell you guys anything about yeah, that. I had no idea. And everybody's like, Oh my God, you're so lucky. Like, and I'm like, why? Like, I mean, he's a dude, but he looks like every other dude here. But yeah. Yeah. I didn't right. know his past or anything about how good he was or even his personality. I didn't know nothing. So, right. Um, so yeah, at that point I was pretty bummed. I was like, Oh shit. Like I'm going home. Even Landon, I think was like, I'm going home early. So. <laughs> well, and, and I, I think that's, I think that's really kind of the funny part about it is like they make you run this combine, but the combine doesn't really tell you anything about personality. Right. And no. one thing that like we've noticed, like watching the challenge is like you can have the most physically fit people that can run forever, do a million pushups, but they don't have the heart. Right. They can't keep pushing themselves when times get tough and or they, you know, they can't work well with another person or, you know, yeah, whatever. it doesn't yeah, tell you yeah. those 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 stats. And, you know, those are the more important ones. I think that's what was kind of amusing is like Landy gets last pick. He ends up picking you, you being the last pick. But you guys end up becoming like such a well working team together. Like, you know, you guys just worked well together and your personalities seemed at least on camera to mesh really well. I know there's all obviously a lot that goes on behind the scenes yeah. that us as viewers don't see. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, with that being said, kind of leaning into it, like, did you and Landon get along pretty well? Oh, yeah. Or? Oh, yeah. yeah. No, we didn't. He didn't raise his voice at me. He didn't do like, he wasn't negative in any way. He was very supportive and very positive. And yeah, he was perfect. Like we didn't have any issues at all. Like I didn't have any issues with anybody in the house, like at all. Like I'm not that confrontational. Even when Laurel asked me why I didn't like her, I was as polite and as nice as I could be about it. Like I'm just super laid back and chill. And so is he. And he wasn't really into the politics and he wasn't really into the drama. So I think and just both of us having a level head really helped a lot. Absolutely. And then, I mean, like I was looking back through the eliminations because I haven't watched the season in probably about a year, year and a half since last time I rewatched it. Um, I think it was like right when we got Paramount Plus. So I was like, oh, let's go through and rewatch everything right yeah. away. Um, but like looking back and looking at the eliminations and the people you guys went against, it's 
you guys went against like, you know, some, some really, really tough competitors. I mean, right off top, I know that you went against CJ and I forget his partner's name. Sydney. Yeah. Sydney. Sydney. Yeah. And I know you guys end up beating them obviously. And then the next elimination, I think it was towards the very end. You end up having to go against uh, Evelyn and Luke and obviously Evelyn kind of rates top Mount Rushmore kind of thing on everybody's list. And, you know, I remember that elimination was really close and you guys ended up winning that one. And that was to get into the final, if I remember correctly. Well, that one was based just off time, right? Because of the... Um, yeah, the I don't really remember that part because I was I was literally out of it. Like you were so you that was the one that you blacked out on. I remember. Yeah, and, I was and literally you were struggling. like blackout drunk. Like my mind was not there at all. So um, definitely, I don't remember really any of it. I remember starting off and then looking back, I'm like, wow, like you can see it in my eyes that I wasn't there. So yeah. Um, but yeah, apparently um, that's how we won is because Landon did the puzzle and they didn't. So yeah, it. it was like within minutes. So. Yeah, because I, I remember that. I remember them waiting at the finish line with TJ and they were like counting down, like waiting for you guys to cross because they didn't complete that puzzle. And Landon was like, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. And he was giving you a break to kind of let you, you know, sit and try to gather yourself and finish the puzzle and then they were just like counting down like there was only a certain amount of time before you guys had to get there or they would have won and you guys made it in i want to say tj said it was like there was like 30 seconds left or something like that and you guys guys made it across the line yeah it was amazing and then obviously we have that completely epic moment between like tj and evelyn because she starts throwing like a hissy fit over losing um you know but and even in that moment you and landon like held your guys' selves so well because like i i would have had to like i could not have held a straight face watching her throw a fit like that um i would have probably been laughing and like all this stuff but you guys were like still just stood there super respectful let her have her fit let her have her moment you know, and it was just, I, I really loved that elimination. That's definitely one of the ones when like you get brought up and like, dude, do you guys remember that elimination that her and Landon did against like Evan Luke? Like it was such an awesome one. So definitely go back and rewatch that one. If you yeah, don't yeah, actually yeah. remember it, cause it's, it's a really good one. It's definitely one of the, one of the better ones. And then, so after that, I think after the Evelyn one, there was like maybe one more episode, then they maybe. went right into the final yeah. challenge and then, I remember right, it was you and Landon and Kenny and Laurel. It was just a one and two, or was there a third place team in that too? I want to say, third, um, yeah. I think it was Pete and Jillian. I think, yeah, I was going to say, I think it was yeah. Pete and Jillian. Yeah. Um, yeah, and because Norman I know Jen that got fourth, I think they yeah. didn't place, but. Yeah, there because yeah. there were four. There were four people. I'm just like I'm blown away. Like thinking back on it, like fresh me too. I think that rookie class had well, fresh me class, I should say, <laughs> um, like had some of the strongest competitors. I mean, you're a rookie that comes out your first season and wins. That doesn't happen often, especially in just a a pair season, right? Like mm-hmm. that's that's literally like. I think I've seen it happen two other times. Yeah. Well, I mean, undefeated in eliminations, you know, you you guys won two dailies that season, ended up winning the season. Like, 
just super, super impressive. And yeah, you definitely sit amongst a very, very small amount of people who are undefeated in eliminations. So that's yeah. definitely something to be proud of. <laughs> yeah, and I know like there's a chart out there and I'm like one of the top money makers per episode. And I'm like, I barely even made any money, but all right. Like compared to nowadays, <laughs> it's like pennies and I'm like still up there and I'm like, all right. <laughs> Take it, yeah. yeah. What was I going to say? Um, oh, um, with... Um, were at that time in fresh me too were they still doing like daily prizes too like yeah yeah they were um yeah i won a couple things and it was like a a projector um it's all like old school technology now but it was i won a projector and then i got a um it was a large screen tv but it was like one of the first smart computers that are tvs smart tvs with a computer in it and oh, actually yeah. they sent me one and it was like defective so then they sent me another one <laughs> i remember that <laughs> um, yeah i think those were the only two things i won um it was the airheads challenge where we went down on the slide and then we swam out to do the tetris puzzle we yeah, won that yeah. and then um the other one was the underwater one where we had to hold the chest right and, right um, yes I that one was that. impressive yeah that one was super i would have never been able to do that no. that was yeah no i can't believe how many people were we're freaking out about it. I'm like, all right, like I hate cold water too, but this shit, like I'm doing it. Like it's yeah, fine to matter a hundred percent when it comes to yeah. those things. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. If I if I think I could succeed at any any of those, it would probably be like, you know, the swimming or having to go underwater, like the running five miles. No, I'm good up a mountain. Yeah. I want to do the slide one that they did where, you, like you said, the air, yeah. I think it was called the airheads where you guys got to go down that big old slide yeah, and fly fun. off. That was like so much fun. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, Carly, one thing I want to ask is like you're one of the select few that have done like a one and done season, you know, won yeah. the championship and never came back. Um did you want to come back and just never got a call or it just wasn't your cup of tea after the first season? Um, I got a call for cutthroat. So they called me for cutthroat and they asked my availability and then they never called me back. And Mm -hmm. then, um, so I was at home and I was working at a bar, so I wasn't doing anything important. So, um, I moved out of Vegas at that point and, moved back home and I was kind of in between trying to figure my life out again. Here I am. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. um, They called me for battle of the seasons. And I do remember flying out, um, seeing their doctors going through all the psych doing everything. And then uh, I have no idea what happened. Um, and they printed my jerseys and everything. And I don't know if I didn't get something in in time or what, but I never followed up with them after that. And then Cara Maria got my spot. So, or if they just casted me as second choice and then Cara Maria backed out on something else and went, I have no, I've never asked her, but um, yeah, but I didn't end up doing that. And then it just kind of went silent and I'm like, all right, moving on with my life. I'm not going to sit here and wait. Right. Grateful because I wasn't really in a good spot and I don't think I could have done the best that I could have back then because I wasn't mentally or physically ready. So it's kind of probably a blessing that I didn't go back, but um, yeah, cause right now I'm undefeated and you know, whatever. Right. Like, I'm kind of afraid to go back to be like, Oh man, like she's like, like, I don't want to ruin my record. There, and I, don't <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like that's a hell of a pedestal to sit on. Like, I don't know if I'd right. want to go back either. Like is like, if they talk to me, I'd be like, no, you know what? You guys can say car Maria or Evelyn or all that, but fuck y'all I'm undefeated. Right. So I'm an undefeated right. champ. Yeah. Boom. There's nothing you can say about that. Um, so like kind of leads into the next scene is like, you know, I don't know if you've been 
like following along. I know you probably see it on, you know, online on social media is, you know, with we have the main flagship show that you were a part of originally. And now with the launch of all stars one and all stars two, and by the looks of the spoiler at the end of all stars two, it looks like there's going to be a third one. Um, is that something you would consider doing? I know you have a family, a husband, you know, you you know, doing the adult things now. Um, so it's a (laughs) lot harder to step away for six weeks, but from what I've heard with all stars, it's like a two week period. Is that something that you'd be willing to try if given the opportunity? Um, I actually have been in contact with them recently, so I'm just kind of, I don't know, not, (laughs) I mean, I've spoke to them and I'm kind of, I have a career now and it's harder and kids, like you said, right. um, Right. So yeah, I don't know. I'm crossing my fingers and I'm just kind of waiting. So we'll see. Well, you know what? I was actually listening to Mark Long the other day on a podcast and and he was talking about how you know, all of us that kind of like the MTV generation that have grown up in like the nineties and early two thousands, like we're all adults with kids now. And in that big nostalgia push is happening. Like I know he's doing like yeah. the reality TV show for a reality TV stars who can't cook kind of thing. And yeah, yeah. Like, I, I don't know if you'd be a good fit for that or not, but like, it, it seems <laughs> like there's like a lot of different opportunities that are coming yeah. along for some of like, you know, the, the, I hate to put it this way, but like the OG cast members from the earlier yeah, seasons. No, um, I've actually been watching the homecoming too. And it's, it's actually really good. I never watched the originals, but um, just the, I wish that they could like take aspects of like that and put them in the challenge instead of like not talking about it. Like they did like with all the issues on like, you know, racism and whatnot, like they're talking about that and a homecoming and stuff. And then they bring it up on, on when it comes to the challenge, it's kind of like edit you out. Like yeah. <laughs> we're just pretend this didn't happen, push it under the rug and I don't get it. edit you out which is crazy yeah. to me that they do that, but, um, it's just an, a kind of an awakening for like this whole world right now and how crazy things are. And I'm glad to see them kind of revisiting and talking about it. So. I agree 100%. We actually had, um, it was like about a month or two ago, we had a niece on and I felt like she was like kind of like a relevant person to ask cause she was a part of MTV in like the late nineties, early two thousands. Mm-hmm. And then, even to this day. Right. So over 20 years span. And I was like, you know, when I grew up, I grew up in a small town, I watched MTV. So I learned about, you know, a lot of diversity and, and alternative lifestyles and the LGBTQ lifestyle all through MTV. And they broached a lot of really big subjects like racism yeah. and alcoholism. Yeah. yeah. Um, and drug abuse. Drug abuse. And, that, and yeah. so like as a viewer, if you don't know, you learn or you, you learn a new perspective or something like that. And I feel like they're really kind of missing the mark of, having those same conversations, like you said, you know, and to see that they're doing it on homecoming, I think is, is awesome. I think you're right. A hundred percent. They should bring that back to the show too. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. It's it definitely something that, that the show is missing. Um, you know, I, I really wish that they would approach that a little bit differently. Um, so we know that you would be, um, or we know that you are, you've been in touch about all stars. So does that automatically kind of cancel out flagship? Is that one just kind of a little bit too long to be away from your family and stuff? Like going back um, onto the flagship? Yeah, probably. I, I don't know. It's up to my job and my family. Like, <laughs> Right. <laughs> It'd be hard. I'd have to beg my job to let me off. So I think we only get like 90 days at my job. So Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. You don't want to use all of it for one 
you know. Yeah. Yeah. And the reviews and stuff on the flagship, I just don't know if it's my style. Like I'm more low key, more like, I don't no drama. Like I'm there to like compete and I'm there to win money and have fun. Like, I think all stars would be perfect for you. Like, I think you'd fit in and mesh really well there because that, like, I don't know if you've been watching, like he said, but that's kind of been the biggest difference between like all stars and the main, the flagship show is like on all stars. They're super like they're having fun. They're throwing like proms and like, you know, playing pranks on each other and just generally just having a good time, you know, dance parties and, you know, but then on the other, like on the flagship show, it's like, it's just everything is just so intense, especially on the drama side with all of them there. You know, they've got outside friendships that they're not aligned within the game. So then it's just causing all this havoc and the house is just like constantly such this like negative energy all the time. Yeah. Like every week yeah. that I was watching, I was like, Ugh. so. Yeah. Yeah, I, and I, I recently just got into it when um, All Stars 1 came out because I didn't have anything to do with any of the show for 10 years and then all stars came out and i started watching that and then um then i watched all stars too just finished that up and I've, I've really enjoyed it so um yeah i but one of the things that would be terrible for me is i wouldn't have a lot of connections or old history with any of these people because i only went on one show so right. unless they were on my show i'd just be like the stranger, like the, the one that walks in that doesn't have any background with any of these people. So I think that would be one of the challenges that I would face for sure. So Right, right. Yeah, but I, I mean, you could always do the social media route, pull a West and start like networking with everybody, you know, right. like two weeks, three <laughs> weeks before you go out there, try to set up an alliance, you know, kind of do that yeah, thing. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> I've just gotten into social media too. That wasn't around when I was on TV. So I'm like yeah. trying to learn how to do this. And I feel like, an 80 year old that just got their first laptop and i'm like what am i doing here <laughs> oh my gosh when we started this podcast like we were talking she's like karina goes like we're gonna need a twitter i'm like shit i have to learn something now. <laughs> twitter's the worst i don't get it's it so hard it's, i don't get it i can't learn it yeah. i've tried and that's why i was like you know what i'll run the instagram you run the twitter i don't have time to learn twitter yeah, so like, good luck I've only had facebook and myspace like <laughs> oh my gosh i can understand yes. i can deal with those but twitter i'm just like i don't get it dude like what's going it's, on here yeah. it's so confusing because it's like there's like three or four different ways to reply to somebody i don't no, understand the function of any of them and you can't read whatever the last and you're like what do you what did you just reply to? I don't. What, what? Yes. I, yes. I'm like, what is this in response to? And then like, sometimes I just want to comment. I don't want to like re like tweet it onto my page. I just want to comment on whatever they already have going on. But I don't think that's a thing on Twitter. I don't understand that. Struggle for real. <laughs> I, I apologize to every all of our under 30 listeners that are probably screaming <laughs> at their speakers right now. They're but like, you guys are so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but like I'm like maybe I'm just maybe I'm turning into that old fogey, but like, yeah, give me my space. Like I want to design my background and maybe have a song I'm playing. Top peeps and like represent. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, the top ten friends. Oh my god. Yeah, top eight. Talk top about eight. drama. Oh, top eight. It was top eight, yeah. huh? It's so I mean, scandalous if somebody moved down the list you know oh like, my god oh, <laughs> upset if i got moved down like i'd be so upset yeah no and you, you know you'd have to be petty because you'd be like you know what fuck them they're going to number seven yeah, right yeah. now but now allegedly it's unfollowing people that's like oh 
like that's the thing followed them or blocking yeah. yeah apparently blocking is oh, like yeah. the worst mm-hmm. thing you can do to somebody now and yeah. i'm like i'm sorry that i protect my energy bye-bye right? <laughs> i know i blocked a family member recently and they are losing their shit over it i was like no nah, dude i'm good like i don't care that you can't see my shit like <laughs> yeah i'll see you at holidays <laughs> we're fine <laughs> dude, that's that's my thing is like I like yeah oh you can't it's a big deal if you unfollow if you block someone but like at the same time like I don't know I'm from the generation of like if I don't like you I don't want to see you or talk to you so <laughs> they give me a button for that I'm gonna take advantage of it every Bro. time every time <laughs> um one thing I actually did want to ask because I was curious and I've actually seen this question asked quite a bit in the fandom is um after Fresh Meat 2 was done filming. Did you and Landon like stay friends or was that just kind of the end of your guys' friendship or did you guys keep in touch? Do you guys still talk or anything like that? Um, I actually flew out to um, Wisconsin and we did like a viewing party and stuff. And um, other than that, after that, he's not really big on social media. No, he's not. He's like the um, most unreachable person that's ever been on the challenge. It's crazy. I haven't tried. Um, I do have his email. I haven't tried to email him either. So, I mean, kind of both of our faults, but no, um, after right. I went to Milwaukee or wherever I went, God, that's so, I barely remember that. Um, yeah, I, I really haven't. So I thought about since I I've done more podcasts, like in the last three months than I have in the last 12 years. So, um, I thought about actually writing him, but everybody I talked to is like, yeah, he just kind of, you know, doesn't want to do it. He's got his own thing going. Like he's over that part in his life. And so I didn't, I wasn't sure how he would be like, Oh, Hey, like, you know, right. Right. I'm sure he'd be nice about it, but. Oh yeah. I oh. Never. Denver too, which Denver's only like three hours from me. So it'd be really cool to meet up with him again, for sure. Yeah, that would be awesome. I I know that the fans, like, he's one of the ones that the fans are always like, you know, when do we see Landon again? Are we ever going to see Landon again? And it's just kind of, you know, in my experience, I'm like, yeah, no, Landon's not Mm -hmm. ever going to be on our TV again, unfortunately. But, um, you know, he's definitely not even on social media or anything. And so, like, people are always wondering what he's up to, how he's doing. And that was one of the things that, um, like I said, that the fans were were asking as soon as they found out that we were going to get a chance to talk to you is they were like, we have to know, does she still talk to Landon? Is he okay? Like, (laughs) we haven't seen Landon since Fresh Me too. Um, but no, I, th- I think that would be, you know, I think it'd be cool. And I think that Landon, he just seems like the kind of person that, um, you know, he definitely would remember you and appreciate the experience that you guys went through together. And I couldn't ever imagine Landon ever being like rude or mean about yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't either. I'm just kind of like, oh, I don't know. Like everybody says he's so like over it. I'm just like to like be like, hey, what's up, partner? Like, I think you'd be like, <laughs> so what do you want? Like, are you gonna, are you trying to ask me to go on All Stars? Like, <laughs> you're like, I need a partner, Landon. <laughs> yes, please let's two Pete. Okay. Let's go back and win again. It'll be fine. Right? Wouldn't that be cool? <laughs> that would be amazing. Oh I, my God. I actually, I listened to Landon on, um, I think it was the same, same guy. You did a podcast. His name's Mike Lewis. He Mike does Lewis, great yeah. shows. Yeah. And I listened to his interview with Landon. I think it was his interview with Landon. I, I might be off, but I, 
believe yeah, it was. Yeah, I talked to him recent or Mike recently, and he said he basically got Landon to talk a little bit. <laughs> yeah, wow. and what he said, and I might be misquoting this, but basically what Landon said is he's doing well in his career, and I think he's done like dental hygiene sales or something to that effect. Mm-hmm. Um, but he basically said like, you know, kind of what Tech said, you know, on the flagship, everybody's got something to prove. Like if people go on All-Stars, they have everything to lose, right? Like right. and with his career and his family, yeah. it's just unless they're willing to put up like a substantial amount of money for him to come just even show up at the show. He's just, it's not worth his time anymore. And, you know, I get it. Like as a 35 year old with a career and kids, like mm-hmm. you want me to leave for two weeks. You want me to leave for six weeks. Like it's gotta be right financially. It's gotta make sense. So yeah. I, I get that yeah. perspective too. You it's know, totally what I mean? so, you know, and, and then again, like, I know certain people look back on things they do in their twenties and it's like, well, that was me in my twenties. That's not what I am in my thirties and forties. Yeah. And now it's like, if you do or say the wrong thing on TV, it's like you lose your job because you know, the way they roast you and like, I don't know. It just, it's just such a cancel culture type thing. Like, and then it affects your life now because you're going to lose your job, you know? So exactly. Like, and that's one of the things, like I see this all the time in the fan bases. People are like, you know, why, why are they, um, you know, cause like on the flagship show this past season, they started giving out like drink tickets. Um, mm-hmm. and so like you could have beer or wine, but if you wanted actual like hard liquor, um, you had to have a drink ticket. You only got so many tickets a night and then you're cut off once your tickets are gone. Um, and then a couple of years ago, they also started like dyeing all the clear liquids, you know, so that they couldn't like sneak them into water bottles and stuff. Um, you know, and so the fans are like, why are they like suppressing all this like fun and drinking and just let them, you know, and it's like, yeah, but then when they go out and they get drunk and they happen to say or do something stupid that you don't like, you guys go online and you completely rip them apart and get them canceled to the point where they lose jobs, they lose relationships, they lose all this stuff. And then, but you want to be mad that they don't want to come on TV and perform that way for you, but yeah. you use it against them. I, I just, it's yeah, the weirdest yeah. thing. Yeah. And it's really scary, right? especially like relationships. Like I've seen or heard that people that went on all stars end up being away from their spouses and kind of like connecting with somebody else. And then you always have like your spouse at home and you have all that shit too. So I don't know. Uh, you gotta be like comfortable in your relationship and especially being the spouse at home. Oh, be yeah. like, oh man. Like holy probably with a partner and you're going to be going through and doing some hard, you know, it's got, I mean, doing hard stuff together. (laughs) And then you got to factor in like, if you guys do go somewhere warm, you got all the guys out like half naked or the girls out half naked in their little thong bikinis and stuff like you, like you can't call them every day, you know? So I don't know. And that too, you know, it's just tough. I'm going to be honest as a husband, like if you're like, I'm going on all stars. Right. And and I find out CTs on there and be like, no, you can't go. You can't go. <laughs> really? My husband's opposite. I'd be like, Hey, I'm going. He's like, all right. Or like somebody will hit on me. And like, I don't know. I'm like, okay. Like he's super, he's super cool with it. Like, I don't know. That's like, cool though. I'm but, just giving, I'm just giving her a hard time because like CTs, like her hall pass kind of thing. So it's like, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, no. Nah. But with that being said, like, yeah, if if given the opportunity and probably just like your husband, like if given the opportunity, it's like a once in a lifetime theme. And it's really hard to tell somebody to to not want them to go after, especially if it's something that they enjoy doing and they want to do. Like, how do you how do you say no to something like that? Right. right? 
how how cool is it to just like when you really break it down like you're getting paid to travel to a different country to hang out with a bunch of different like all these random crazy yet fun personalities um do this like crazy fun stuff and like eat all this food and just like chill in this amazing house like you get paid for it like who is gonna say no to that like you that just if everything lines up you just you kind of have to you know yeah 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 it's all about timing and right now there's a lot more obstacles with like you know your covid and then your background right. check, the vaccines and so um yeah so just considering how many available people are and what they you know there's hopefully the chances are in my favor so i'm crossing my fingers that because the last couple times i just i was so close and then it's like just kidding so i'm trying not to get my hopes up again to like be let down so i'm just kind of like oh whatever i'm ready when when they're ready you know when they're ready yeah i still don't get the battle of the seasons thing it's it's so weird because all they say about it is that you were dropped from the cast right before departure and it's like okay but why (laughs) why i I would just yeah like i said maybe i didn't turn any paperwork in time or yeah maybe my um background check came back and i got a speeding ticket or something i don't know i don't know (laughs) yeah i mean i i feel like mtv i i don't know i i'd hate to say this but i feel like mtv had a certain like love affair for cara at the time and did for quite a while and yeah she she probably said no and then at the last second said yes and you know, like you said, because yeah, she, yeah, she's, she's a great, she makes for great TV. She's gorgeous. She's, she's had a good career on it. Um, I haven't seen her lately. I don't know what happened there, but I could, I could get that, you know, and that's fine with me. Like she's, she's in the spotlight. She loves it. So good for her. I'm very low key and like off, you know, like off the beaten path. So I don't have like millions of followers or anything like that. So naturally, you know, even now she'd be a better choice probably, but (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, look, there's always, you could always take what the people on the main show do. You could just start a Twitter beef with somebody on the show. I mean, that, that seems to work. Uh, Oh my God. Like I wrote something when all stars was going on. I wrote something about, um, Leah, I was like, God, I don't really like her. She seems pretentious or whatever about like the dry cleaning incident. And then yeah. I kind of felt bad. I was like, oh shit, I don't know this girl. I didn't mean to. <laughs> you're just, you're so nice. You're too nice to just like start like beef out of yeah. nowhere for like that. You know what I mean? But I felt the same way though. Like, cause look, I, I had a certain view on like Polly. Um, and then we interviewed him and I was like, it's so different. Like, you know, you, you get this perspective because it's a character on a TV show that they're selling you. And then you talk to the person you're like, well, you're not the character. That's just a small part of who they portray you as. So it's, it, it's, it's so weird. But um, with that being said, I mean, um, Carly, there's a few questions that, that I have to ask because we ask everybody that comes on. And I know one of these <laughs> might not pertain because I know you said you you haven't really watched much of the show over the last few years. You're kind of getting back into All-Stars and all that. But my first one being, since you have experience in elimination, if you had one song to hype you up before you went into a physical elimination, what would it be? <laughs> oh, my God. Um... <sighs> I don't know if this would even like 
So me and my daughter play nappy roads good day every time we like leave for school. So I'd be like, I don't know, probably that. Just I love it. it. I love it. I love it. Like good day. Like have I you know enjoy it. Like yeah, no, absolutely. And and I think some people think like when we say hype up, like they have to like listen to like death metal or like hardcore gangster <laughs> rap, like Tiger Survivor, like <laughs> Oh my god, that is the one right there. Um, but I think like, you know, it's all about putting you in the right set of the right mind frame. And if, right. if that's that's your song, that's your song. And I love it. Yeah. Um, the next question is do you have a Mount Rushmore challenge competitors? Um, I actually live two hours from Mount Rushmore, so I go there all the time, but, <laughs> um, that's actually pretty awesome. <laughs> I go there twice a year. So oh my gosh. Um, yeah. So I'd be able to visit them. Um, naturally it'd be Landon. Absolutely. Like, you no, know, why not? Um, God, God, do I need all four of them? No. <laughs> can like, just- can they all just be Landon? <laughs> I mean, if you want to do four Landons, I'm not going to argue it. Yeah. Um, other than that, I mean, I don't know. I'm just going off like hearsay and like what other people would say, because I really don't have an opinion. So I don't know. Can we just do like a like a big picture of Landon? Just one. <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. We're going to put Landon and you up on that picture. All right? yes. Tell us up. <laughs> yeah. Landon. Yep. I love it. dude. And honestly, like Landon is consistently named in everybody's top four so i can't even blame you for that like he is one of the best to ever play the game so for sure yeah yeah um so uh, carly that's all my questions i had for today and just kind of had this conversation with you and and once again i want to thank you so much for for taking the time and hanging out with us today uh i i know i saw one of your little ones kind of stroll by you probably heard ours in the background he's probably getting sick of eating food and hanging out with grandma so but thank you thank you for your time today and um fitting me into your schedule so no thank you so much for coming on and honestly like we are really pulling to see you on all-star someday so i really hope that you know timing with your job with your kids with your family um timing with butin and murray i hope that all works out and we're able to see you come on the show because i think it would be really fun to see you compete again and i think that like again again like i said all-stars would be Great. And a lot of the people coming back on all stars, um, you know, not everybody has connections. So you could just kind of connect with, you know, the the ones who don't have connections and make your own little kind of alliance, you know, so. So, yeah, I I hope to be there soon. So, well, we're going to we're pulling for you. Yeah, I'm going to go on Twitter (laughs) and I'm going to mess around and try to figure out a hashtag and I'm going to get that going. It might not go viral, but I'm going to get going. I think it should be um, casting soon. I th- I think so, but uh, yeah, I think so too. Yeah, I think they would be too. So. Everything like that. I would I would think I think it'd be happening pretty soon. So yeah, the, I, the rumor going around online is that they're getting ready to start casting here within the next month or so. Um, right, which makes me assume that they're probably going to be filming. I want to say somewhere on the equator because they're going to be doing it in the summer filming. I don't see them going to like Iceland or something like that again. I don't either. No. I saw um, Brandon Nelson tweeted or wrote on Facebook the other day about getting in shape, about getting in shape. And everybody's like doing some kind of code word. And Tyree's like, I love it how we're like the Avengers assembling when we see this kind of stuff. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) oh, like if I should be waiting or not. Uh, oh i love it i love it too and carly once again thank you so much um 
we really do appreciate your time. It means the world yeah. to us. And, um, you know, if you ever want to hop back on, we'd love to have you on with us again, or if you have some free time. Yeah. All right. All right. Thank you guys. Have a good day. Thanks Thank so you. much. Bye. Bye. <laughs> oh, that was so much fun. She's such a sweetheart. She really is. I mean, look, like, I think Carly is like symbolic for like if 99% of fans ever went on to the challenge, like yes. just going in there, like not knowing what to expect and regular person. She yeah. Not is, fan, regular person. Just yeah. like if 99% of America just went on the challenge, that's how they, they'd be like Carly. Yeah. And I, and that's the thing is it, I think that she really embodies the original purpose of like real world road rules, fresh meat, even, you know, is to, take like a normal everyday person off the street and put them in a pressure situation um, where they have to do this crazy shit they have to be entertaining and then they you know might win some money at the end and i think that she really embodies what that whole idea was supposed to be about is literally a regular ass person off the street not some gym rat who you know is more stacked than half the freaking you know, professional athletes these days, um, not a actual legit Olympic athletes coming into the game. Like that wasn't what the, the core idea of the show was when it started. And I think that Carly is one of those few um, that truly embodies that. And it's so cool to, to just sit and talk to her because I felt like, you know, obviously we only saw her for the one season and obviously she doesn't do a whole lot of like, you know, uh, she never really did a lot of like fan work, appearances, shows, didn't get heavy into social media until recently, like she said. And even on her season, she wasn't on the camera very much. And now it's no. kind of like it's it's making sense to me because she's not a drama person. And we just talked to Derek C um, where he told us, you know, if you don't have a storyline and you're not causing drama, the cameras pretty much kind of just leave you alone. So it makes sense why she wasn't shown much. Um, and so it's nice to see that that's just like who she is at her core. It's just this like super sweet, loving, caring person. And do that girl has more heart than any, but probably anybody I've ever seen on this show. Like she does not quit watching her in those eliminations on fresh meat Two, watching her in that final. I know like at the end of that final there, there was that moment that, you know, a lot of people give her grief about where Landon had to push her up the mountain. Um, and then the part in the final elimination where, you know, she was pretty much blacking out and Landon was like carrying her buckets and still like trying to push her up the hill. But she kept going. She kept her feet moving. That was something Landon could not do for her. And she made it happen. Like she never once quit on him. She never once gave out. She complained. She whined. She did whatever she needed to do. But she got through the fucking moment. And you have to respect that. Oh, absolutely. 100%. I mean, look, like, is she Cara Maria? No. Is she Laurel? No. Is she Evelyn? No. Few people are. Yeah, no, those there's a reason those those girls are on the Mount Rushmore, right? Right. Um and you're right. She she was not drama. She was not Gen G. She was not Paula Walnuts, you know. <laughs> um Carly played the role of like 99% of America if they got on the challenge, which is they would be kind of unassuming and not make a lot of waves. Stay out of the way. Yeah. And, you know, I do remember her being on for her little beef with Laurel during the show, but right. that was about it. And I think compared to 98% of America that would go on that show, she did better than. 
you know, because yeah. 98% of America would have quit going up that fucking mountain. Dude, 98% of America would have quit in that elimination. Like, I, I don't, I don't care what anybody says. Um, those, you know, eliminations or exiles or whatever the hell you want to call them, um, that they had to do in fresh meat too. Those were crazy. Like it was, they were so long. They had to climb. They had to go so many miles through this like mountain, all this crazy terrain. They had to solve the puzzles. They like, just, it was. And the, the last one that she did was the blackout version. So they were doing all of this in at night in pitch black. You know what I mean? So like even just her performance in the elimination um, against CJ and Sydney as well. But the uh, I refer to the one with Evelyn and Luke just because it was so close. It was a night elimination, which is just fucking insanity to me, especially when you consider the fact that like we see so many examples nowadays that production does not let challengers complete on as soon as it gets close to nighttime. Mm-hmm. Like even just in this past all stars two final, um, I know a lot of the fans are really upset that, uh, I, you know, Ayana was unable to continue in the game, um, which DQ'd her and tech and then therefore moved MJ and John a forward. However, MJ and John a did not have to finish that final memory board puzzle. And I know a lot of the fans are upset. They're like production still should have made them finish it, even though they were moving forward, they should have made them finish it because at this point they didn't do as much work as the others. Right. So their bodies aren't as tired as the others kind of thing, which I get that point of view. Um, but it's being said that production stopped them because it was getting so close to night. And so like, you know, so it's just, it's one of the, again, it's one, another one of those things that makes that season separates that season from all the others, because it, they let them do night eliminations. They, they had them trekking through the woods in like pitch black, like it just insane. So I loved this season. Uh, definitely one of my favorites, super, super, super impressive performance from Carly. And obviously Landon was just absolutely phenomenal. And I think that Carly was right. I think that it was the perfect storm for her to be paired with Landon, because I think if she had been paired with literally any other person on that cast, she would not have made it to the final. Um, and she would have probably experienced a lot more issues as far as like not having a supportive partner. So I think that was the perfect storm for her. And, you know, and she proved that even if, even if you don't have, you know, the typical, like what people would look at and be like, Oh, she's physically capable or he's physically capable or whatever, like all the muscles, all the glam, all that stuff. Even if you don't have that, as long as you have the heart to push yourself through and be like, I'm in control, not what, you know, my mind is telling me about my body. I'm going to make my choice. Um, as long as you can do that, like, dude, you can do anything. So I love Carly. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's the number one thing that everybody tries to teach our kids, right? Don't quit. If you quit, you never know what you're going to get to. Yeah. Look, she didn't quit and she ended up winning. And you, you can give as much credit as you want to Landon, but Landon doesn't win without Carly finishing. Facts. And let alone that, people forget that in the final, they beat Kenny and fucking Laurel. Yes. So as much as Landon might have been carrying all the weight, which he was, as much as he might have been pushing Carly's ass up that hill with his fucking head. <laughs> shout out to Landon's neck because that motherfucker's got to be strong as shit because I don't care if you're pushing a five-year-old up a hill with your neck that shit's gonna hurt after a while but oh my gosh yeah you know in 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 I it makes complete sense why he's on you know the goat list and why he's on her goat list 
but he's her only goat. I love that. I love it too. She's like, I don't care about none of these other people. Landon's the best period. <laughs> Look, and it's hard to argue with her on it that. It is. Yeah. Um, and I would love to see both of them back. And I mean, with that being said, like, don't get me wrong. I, I really like Landon. I'd love to see him back. I would be totally game to see Gar- Carly come back on a future season of all stars. I think uh, she would bring something to the show uh, that Midwestern touch that, you yeah. know, it kind of needs like a little bit of wholesome love in there. Yeah. Um, with that being said, a little bit of badass mixed in. So MTV being a Murray, give Carly a call again. Let's get her on the show. Get her on Don't let Cara take her spot. Give her the spot. Give Carly. The you spot. gave her a spot last time and she won your final. Give her a spot again. Let's see what happens. Yep. Facts. So guys, with that being said, I really have, I'm I'm at a loss right now. We've uh we've had a, a fun couple days of recording. We got <laughs> I know Karina's got a shit ton of editing to do. Yeah. Um I've got a lot of artwork to get to. So we're gonna wrap this one up now. Um with that being said, thank you guys so much for tuning in. We really do appreciate it. Um, you know, it it really warms our heart to know that, you know, we got some people that actually like listening to us when we put stuff out. So <laughs> we appreciate you guys more than you ever know. And as always, if you have any input, you have any questions, you have someone in particular you would like to see us interview, drop us a line on Instagram, Twitter, uh, on in one of our Facebook groups, uh, which I know we don't ever plug on here. So I'm going to do it right now. The four groups we run is called the Challenge Fandom. Challenge Trash Talk, CT Challenge Fans. Is that wait? Did I say no? It? no say, CT Dash the Challenge. CT Dash the Challenge for all of you CT fanatics. Go check it out. Karina puts out a lot of custom content, videos, all that. You will not be disappointed. I promise. Well, and then. We have our TJ Lavin group. My favorite one. And that's everything TJ. It's a center of positivity. And and that one's uh, TJ Lavin fans. Um, make sure you... Yeah. I, I, honestly, I'm pretty sure it's the only TJ Lavin fans group. I don't think Look, anybody else has one. At, and they better not or I'm cutting. At the end of the day, I'm not going <laughs> to make you guys memorize this. We'll just link it in the fucking description. Yes. Go fucking click on it. Join the group. Answer the questions. Tell us who you like to trash talk on. Tell us who your favorite challenger is. You'll get in the group and you'll see a bunch of different stuff. We do like fantasy seasons, uh, different types of fantasy games, like tons. who would win at this hall brawl. Yeah. Tons of co- custom content that you won't find in any other like anywhere else because we literally make it ourselves so yeah so <laughs> you might get lucky and it might get shared to twitter but that shit happens rarely it usually just when it gets stolen <laughs> yeah so with that being said guys for myself ricky hayes for my beautiful wife karina for the long lost josh chambers who isn't here oh buddy we want to say thank you guys so much for tuning in and we will see you guys soon bye i'm gonna do my my josh impersonation <clears throat> see ya Bye. I'm going to be honest How'd I do? real quick. That was really good, but you missed a very integral part of your Josh impression. Damn it. I didn't mention Corey Lay. Uh, you knew it right off top. So now it's my turn to do my Josh impression. So guys, I want to say thank you. Um, and also in case you weren't knowing, Corey Lay is not only the greatest rookie of all time, but he might be the greatest challenger of all time. And what he did in that elimination with Michelle against Renan and Michaela is better than the bananas backpack. You want to get cut, don't you? I'm pretending to be Josh Chambers. I don't believe that shit. I'm just saying what Josh says. So, Corey Lay, we love you. Thank you for being a constant point of discussion on our podcast. And once again, guys, for myself, Rick, my wife, Karina, thank you for tuning in. See ya. Bye.